Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. My dear sweet child, it's what I do. It's what I live for. And I'm Zane C. Weber. I'm the host that's absolutely right, Sebastian. As long as you live under my ocean, you'll abide by my rules, Andrew Schossler. And today we are reviewing The Little Mermaid, released in 1989, directed by Ron Clements and John Musker, starring Rene Aubergenois, Christopher Daniel Barnes, Jodie Benson, Pat Carroll, Patty Edwards, Bunny Hackett, Jason Marin, Kenneth Mars, Edie McClurg, Will Ryan, Ben Wright, and Samuel E. Wright. Oh, he's so good. Okay, welcome back. And welcome to our super special guest. Andy Schossler. Hello and welcome. It's Andy. Point of order. Uh, Where's Alex? Uh, attacked by birds. Good. I was, was going to name a race. So really good job there. <laughs> attacked by Somalians. <laughs> like, Why what? Somalians? Alex was on a boat at the time of the attack. Is, pirate, is that a racist thing now, pirates? No. I guess. Well, it's not meant to be. I mean, you're well, making it racist. Good. Not all Somalians are you know, pirates. But all pirates <laughs> tend to piracy. That's right. <laughs> yeah, so Alex was out in the seven seas. This isn't this isn't a tie into this movie or anything. And he was jumped by pirates. Yeah. And, well, and so we roped Andy in and he's sitting at the table and can't leave until we finish talking about this movie. Nor would I want to. And we only get Alex back if we pay the ransom, which we're not going to because I'm not going to pay a ransom. I have better things to do with that money. Yeah, I'm not a little yeah. bitch, that's for sure. Also, like, he made far too many puns when he was here, so... Oh, they'll give him back real soon. No. <laughs> <laughs> so they'll be paying you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want their filthy pirate blood money. Actually, I definitely do. I don't care where it comes from. Okay, so Little Mermaid is... Wait, who's Andy? No, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm segueing into that, Seb. Oh. Thank you for interrupting me. And wait, 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 we'll do this again. So The Little Mermaid mm. is a... Uh, <laughs> I hate you so much. Third take, wait. Oh, no, we just used a second take. This is <clears> awkward. <throat> the Little Mermaid, the film that we are reviewing today, serves as a... I guess, what would we call it? More like a vertex, an intersection of several different podcasts that we are involved a in. A Venn diagram, if you will. A Venn diagram. Alex isn't here, so it's just so happened that Andy is joining us from our other podcast, A New World Order. Indeed. Where we talk about world politics and how we would do things better than anyone is currently doing. And I sure am. Didn't you hear my quote? I think Andy and I are doing pretty well. <laughs> he uh, is doing well enough. Seb America 
the United no. States of Sebmerica. It's, it's kind of the slow brother. No, no, no. <laughs> Led by the people's champion, Sebastian <laughs> Bergoglio. Hiding underground. My, only my government's underground. You are the to leader of the give my citizens government. more room for activities. <laughs> uh, but also Little Mermaid is quite a popular musical on Broadway. And we have recently released a podcast called Musical Stormy Everything I Know. So we will most likely be talking about Little Mermaid at some point there. And Little Mermaid, Magic, Witches, Seb and I do a Dungeons and Dragons podcast. We sure do. Believe it or not, this Doctor Who parallel dimension crossover gets even weirder. (gasps) Because my next issue in Nation States involves filmmaking. Ooh. What? So it is just a vortex of coincidence. (laughs) We have tapped into some (laughs) freaky voodoo here. But, so Andy is is guessing from here, he is, he's watched some films. I have one or two, yeah. He thinks about them when prompted. Yes, I have, you know, I I know what a script is. You formed opinions of such things though? Yes. Oh, good. Yes, yes. So he fits all the qualifications that he needs to appear on the podcast. Perfect. He has lips and a tongue that produce a voice. That's not exactly how that works, but, you know, close enough. There are other mechanisms, but... But lips and tongue help. You're from said America, so we'll forgive you. Lips and tongue help. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Oh, a lot of credit won't be taken out of context, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Or do, whatever. It's fine. Okay, so we start off with production notes. Seb, do you have real and fakey? I sure do. This is a... It's going to be a terrible one for me only because I know like how much you'd love musicals and I just assume when I love something, I will just like devour it. Not like if it's a human being, that's weird. But like... If yeah, I'm, because should I talk to Jess? Can you? Maybe she's gone. I don't know. Is she dead? Is that the example here? Right now. Anyway. <laughs> so I feel like any chance of real or fakey for you is is gone skis. I am... I'm not, not going to say I'm a Disney file, but I, I do know a lot of facts about Disney and musicals in general. So I'm going to... This is open to the floor. But I'm really going to address it to Andy because there's a chance he's not. I oh. see. Trying to humiliate me already out of the <laughs> gate. Um, no, no. I see exactly where your, where your uh, allegiances <laughs> lie. No. Either uh, Ariel's the first Disney princess to have biological on-screen siblings. Ooh. Or... Prince Eric's dog is a cross between a Mastiff and a St. Bernard. No, surely. No, I'll, I'll go with the siblings one. That makes more sense. real or fake, sorry? The, the dog is a Dulux dog. Which is? An English sheep it's, dog. It's, it's, it's its own breed. <laughs> what do you call it? Or what the, du- the Dulux dog. Isn't it from the paint? Yeah, exactly right. In the paint ads. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. yeah it's com- it's commonly known dog, as yeah. a Dulux dog. Well, you're probably correct then because <laughs> I definitely made up the breeds. Um... Sure. Well, there we go. <laughs> Those were two weird breeds to pick. I maybe maybe like a new. Say Bernard made sense. It was the flippy face. Yeah, it doesn't have the long hair. If it had a barrel of rum on it, you you wouldn't know. Is it the right dog? Say Bernard's the right dog for that. Yeah, yeah. That's see, right. it's so hairy. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I went mastiff because it was I don't know. Mine of my dogs is a mastiff. It was close to home. Mastiff's kind of like a a section of breeds of dogs. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Uh, Victory. I have some <laughs> relish real. it while you can. <laughs> so I I have some real. I had some real trivia. One of them was real. One of, the, one of them was real. Uh, and Ariel is 
a unique character in the princess pantheon of she's got fish legs otherwise known as a tail yes <laughs> yep uh also she's the first disney princess to show her bear behind oh is that oh, and the oh. only one didn't yeah. pocahontas have some nudity in it not of her behind oh i see i don't of her so. befront <laughs> that's probably <laughs> not true <Maybe> other characters <laughs> were uh, naked, but I don't think Pocahontas was. Oh, interesting. Mm. Okay. So when she gets transformed as she swims up. <gasps> oh, of course. Yeah. Yes. It's not It's not a silhouette, a la, a la Jaws? It, it, it becomes a silhouette. Right. It's only just very fleeting flash, but they almost earned a PG rating because of it. Oh, wow. God, no. Yeah. Wow. 1989, things were a little stringent. God, you could swear and get a PG rating, <laughs> and it was perfectly yeah. acceptable. I mean, rating in Disney films, they really try to latch onto that G. So even when they do things that kind of cross the line a little bit, they usually have a little bit of leeway with kind of pushing right. the, the rating agents back. Because it's Disney and they own everyone. Yeah. Yeah. And paying they them don't off. AM own everyone. They just make a lot of money. <laughs> um, originally, what accent do you think Sebastian was meant to have originally? I don't know if it was you, I did read this. He, he has a Creole Jamaican accent, doesn't mm. he? Yeah. What was he supposed to have? Supposed to have. It was never meant to be a Creole? Originally it wasn't. Uh, it was Howard Ashman. I'm going to say German. Oh, that's funny. Germans, Germans it put out some funny. good composers, yeah. Uh, it was originally meant to be English. An oh, English okay. Accent. okay. Uh, but Ashman wanted to incorporate some uh, Calypso-style numbers, like Under the Sea, et cetera, et cetera. They work so well. So he, wanted, he gave him a Jamaican accent Lovely. instead. Yeah. yeah. The songs are magical. And they really, are. They're fantastic. So Disney brought in uh, Ashman and Menken from or fresh from Broadway where they did Little Shop of Horrors. Uh-huh. And so Ashman and Menken are now kind of known for being brought into through this renaissance of Disney, uh, so they did. They did Aladdin. They didn't do Lion King, but they did Beauty and the Beast. All those, all the big ones that were released in the years after this. The Howard, uh, Howard Ashman and Alan Menken. Certainly, all the memorable songs. Yes, like instantly memorable. Yeah. And that style, <laughs> the style that they they write in is also. So I'm taking over from Alex as the music nerd today. <laughs> um, how old do you think the uh, Prince Prince Eric? Was well, let's the, see. The voice actor, Our, oh, the, oh, the voice oh. actor. Was. Voice actor. It is it the same voice actor as voiced Aladdin? No, it's not. No, no. I, I don't think so. I mean, they all sound alike anyway. I mean, young white guys. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't think so. It might be. I'm gonna say 16. I'm gonna under under peg it. Well, Ariel's character was 16. Yeah. Well, how old do you think? The woman who voiced Ariel was. She must have been in her 20s, I would say. Let's see. The person that does Lisa Simpson's like 40. Uh, uh, that's uh, also yeah. Bart. <laughs> yeah. oh, I'm going to go for late 30s for, for her and for him. Let's go with the gentleman's 12. Just to underpeg <laughs> yourself closer to 13 or 14. Well, you're actually remarkably close. Oh, really? He was 16. No she way. She was mid-30s. No, no way. Yeah. 
So when they started when they started recording, he was sixteen. So I think he turned seventeen during. Right. But yeah, but they picked him because he sounded sounded older. Yeah, he's got a good voice. Yeah. So my favorite character in this film is Ursula. Ah, uh, <sighs> this oh, no. character was written for a specific person who didn't end up doing it. I know this. I know Zeb? this. I don't. I don't think I could. I even know who this person is in life, let alone. Do you not know B. Arthur? The Golden Girls. Oh. <laughs> I know that name, but I couldn't tell you which one she was. She was the tall one. Zane, she I'm... was in the Star Wars Holiday Special as the as the cantina. <laughs> oh, she's the cantina. Oh, that's, that's yeah, I do know her. <laughs> I was like, what? Zane? I didn't watch the Golden How Girls. How do you know that? <laughs> I didn't grow up watching the Golden Girls. I'm 26. Like it was not on TV when I was born. I I can't. Why am I on this I'm podcast? Just not, I'm just not that old guy. She's also, she's also very big on Broadway, especially during the 80s. Why does her mass increase when she's on Broadway? <laughs> because <laughs> she's good. a star. Oh, that's scary. <laughs> that's, that's not the fact. That I, 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 I um, always knew it to be that it was written for Ethel Merman. Uh, and, and Eartha Kitt stood in for her while she was sick or unavailable for um, the original sort of test recording and everybody just loved Eartha Kitt. Well, Eartha Kitt didn't do it. Well, it's not Eartha Kitt? No. Are you thinking about Emperor's New Groove? Eartha Kitt's in Emperor's New Groove. I think I may be mixing up Disney. Yeah, because it was written for B. Arthur. Oh. They went through a string of others uh, before getting Pat Carroll, who was oh, from Bold and Beautiful. They okay. based the character's movements and stylization on Divine. Oh, uh, right. the okay. drag queen yes, yes, yes. from uh, yeah, John so. Waters' film. Oh, not even RuPaul. Now I'm mixing up no. all sorts, all sorts yeah. of culture. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this film, as all Disney films do, have hidden hidden Mickeys, but Mickey, Goofy, Donald Duck, and Kermit the Frog. You're kidding. How, where? In the crowd. In- when uh, Triton arrives yeah. as mer versions of themselves. That's right. It's like when Star Wars films, you know, hide TIE fighters in the three pixels at the yes. bottom left of the screen. <laughs> yeah. So I think that that's all I really have. Like the sisters are named for colours of the rainbow. Uh-huh. Seven uh, sisters, seven seas. Is that how that works? Seven sisters, seven seas, seven colours. All starting with A. And all ending with A except Ariel. Oh. Also, Ariel's the only one that's seashell bra doesn't match her tail colour. Ah. Also, the only one who wears her hair down and is redheaded. She's also the only upstart because all the other girls are very well behaved. Yeah. Well, she's the young one. She's going The her other own ones way. were young too. This, this, so this film is, ah, oh. <laughs> there was one person who auditioned for the role of Eric. Now, this would have been very early in his career. Think comedian, like huge comedian. Huge comedian, young, in yes. 89 he or 88. Not, I don't think he would have been very big or well-known at this time, but he auditioned for Prince Eric. What, where, where is he from? Is he American? America. He's American. All good comedians are. Yeah. That's not true. <laughs> Well, he's a stand-up comedian. No, no, no. Just like Smiley Pirates. Yes. <laughs> so a stand-up comedian American. In, in the vein of Robin Williams. Wasn't Robin Williams? Because Robin Williams was huge at this time. Are they still active yeah. today? 
yeah. as, a, as a stand-up yeah. comedian. In fact, he made the news last week. Oh, no. Is that right? Who went to jail? No, he didn't go to jail. It's not going to turn out to be like Seinfeld or someone, is it? It's not Seinfeld? No. Hmm. I think well, he'd made quite a good start tier. by then, yeah. Yeah, well, Seinfeld, was the, the show was already... The show was already in the late 80s, of course it was. Mm. No idea who. Jim Carrey. Wow. Who else? So, uh, <laughs> I, I, there was just a little bit in there. Uh, so, this film was the first Oscar uh, uh, recipient since 1971. Wow. Yep. For Disney. For Disney, yeah. yeah. Uh, and is commonly referred to as the birth of the Disney renaissance. Disney had kind of been really focusing on uh, smaller movies and like animal characters like Chip and Dale and whatever, not really going doing the fairy tale stuff like they started out with Snow White and Sleeping Beauty. I hadn't done a princess for about 20 years and then they brought the Little Mermaid in. It was the last the last film that they did on their traditional painted cells. Oh. Uh, they moved into more digital stuff after this one. The animation is pretty spectacular. Every bubble in this movie, hand-painted. Unbelievable. They they refused to Xerox anything in this, this film. So okay. it's all, all very meticulously done. Oh, like Kubrick. There was... <laughs> they actually... They outsourced some of it to a Chinese firm... The, the the bubbles and some of the magic effects and China had a working a worker strike or something that actually was going to delay so they had to shift it across and they opened another animation studio in Florida to cope with this movie just to do it wow yeah. so it, it paid off I'm sure I'm, I'm sure yes, it's a, yeah at the, at the box office it smashed uh, smashed their expectations yeah well absolutely it launched it basically gave them go ahead to really invest in. So Beauty and the Beast was uh, two years after this, Aladdin one year after that, Lion King two years after Aladdin, and then Pocahontas the year after that. So what you're saying is if I was going back in time, you know, to kill baby Hitler to stop World War II, if I was going to do that to try and stop Disney's big takeoff, this is the film I would stop being made, right? This no. one that stopped the kickoff Snow of White. the... <laughs> no, but this, this restarted, like you said, the, the, the Renaissance kind of has got them huge. re-gave Disney the, the name that it has now. Yeah. Um, in the three stages of Disney, you have the early Disney, then you have the Renaissance, and then you have Disney Pixar, which is now. now. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, yeah, I think there's a lot of, a lot of notes about, like, Splitting the voice acting and the singing and whatever, but that's common. Was that common practice at the time for Disney? Right, yeah. because the that seems so bizarre to me that you would cast different uh, character actors than you would for voice. Because mm. on 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 Broadway, it would be the same person, of course. Yes, yeah. Again, they didn't really write the music for, but again, I think they're just really picky. Okay. I think that's what okay. Disney does. Is uh, really that no one person could perform yeah. both uh, yeah. outstandingly. Okay. I mean, body type and personality for Ariel were based on an actress. Okay. You probably know their name. You want to have a guess? She would have been maybe late teens, early 20s in 89. Brooke Shields? Think brunette. I have absolutely no idea. I 
Oh, I'll put you out of your misery. Alyssa Milano. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So uh, informed and then. She was on Who's the Boss, Seb? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I remember the opening sequence. Yep. You would know Alyssa Milano if you saw her. Is she from Charmed? She was in Charmed. Yes. Yeah. And, du- and Double Dragon. Ooh, she Double Dragon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, know, I know her from Charmed. <laughs> Uh, the Milano is the ship in Guardians of the Galaxy. It's called. It's named after her because Star Lord had a crush on her. Yes. Yeah. Yep. There's a not in this movie fact. Like that. <laughs> I know things. Just Another Disney. first for Ariel was she's the first Disney princess to have a bare midriff. Oh. Yep. Oh, they like them clothed before that. Yes. Mm. I guess Jasmine in Aladdin. You'll be the next, the next one, yeah. one. And Pocahontas. It's only three years after, isn't it? They're all. In very quick succession. Yes. The, the, After the, this, there was two years and then pretty much one every one or two years right. after that. All right. That's all my production notes, mm-hmm. unless anyone else has any. No, 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 nothing to Oh, this movie set on, in, in this, under the sea. Um, <laughs> flounder is is a weird flounder because his face is all symmetrical. Um, and Sebastian feels racist, you but at the same time doesn't. You don't know... Who B. Arthur is. <laughs> well, I, I can tell you, I can tell you what a flounder looks like. And you don't know. It's half a fish. You don't know who Pat Carroll is. Not Pat Carroll. There is one person on the list of people that they looked at for Ursula that you will know of. Do you want to? Who do, who do you think? Again, she's a comedian. Two comedians that you will know. Two comedians that we have done how to save episodes on. Oh, well, one of them's going to have to be that person that I always insult. No, that not you... Christine Baranski. No, 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 no. Um, <laughs> the one from the TV you. show. No, what, what? Christine Baranski. Not, is a not her. Not her. Um, Joan Rivers. No. Oh, okay. I don't think she's a singer. Uh, what's that one that oh, I? That she would, she would do the voice very well. I'm not sure one of these is a singer either. Ah. The one from Roseanne. Rose- Roseanne Barr. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, she was auditioned. Yeah. And one other who ha- who who from Shrek. That's a big clue. It's not Cameron Diaz. We should be like no, 10. No. Oh, uh, uh, um, uh, uh, Paul Hills. No, Julie Andrews. No. No, no. Okay. Jennifer okay. Saunders. Oh. She auditioned uh, but didn't get it. But uh, Steven Spielberg got hold of her tape for this and that's what got her Shrek 2. Incredible. Yeah. Hmm. So, Good. you know. Mm. Uh, Incestuous Hollywood. <laughs> so what do we want to talk about? Do you want to talk about what we liked? No, we're going to do tweets and babies. Oh, <laughs> movie babies. <laughs> I don't know why I reminded you. I feel like I have I've, prepared these. I've just been talking. It's been, it's, been, it's been a lecture, but like a university lecture, you know. Was I marked on attendance? I did, I get my attendance I did talk about Ariel's bare midriff. It's true. It's like so, sexy uni, except yeah. she's 16. That's okay to say, right? Yeah. It was in 1989. So she's <laughs> like a thousand now. Is that her age? Probably. <laughs> yeah, see, I didn't grow up watching this film because I was not born when it came out. And by the time I was watching this film and taking it in age, this film was like seven or eight years old. So I just never watched it until this review. This is perhaps the first film I remember seeing. Oh. The first I, Disney movie that wasn't like a Disney anthology that I remember is Aladdin. And I watched this a little bit after that. Okay. Why is Aladdin or Lion King? It'd be one of those. I think it would be Lion King. Because yeah. yeah, it was Lion King. I saw it at the cinemas. Uh, I, well, was, I was at least eight years old and I remember sitting on the floor 
pausing the VHS tape while Under the Sea was playing so I could write down the lyrics and, 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 and memorise it. <laughs> that could have gone creepier. It was like yeah. pause just to get <laughs> the bear part. <laughs> okay, movie babies. Movie babies. Without preparing. Um, yep, I don't know why I said without preparing, let me go first because I'm not prepared. <laughs> you guys know when you go, um, okay, okay, hear me out. <laughs> so Jeez. there's a fishing technique where you get your, um, you get your hook. Yep. And you actually just wrap some like aluminium foil around the hook itself, uh-huh. and it, that's the shine that will attract the fish. But there's no actual bait on the hook. It, the hook itself is the bait, mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. sort of being used like a mock lure. That concept, except instead of a hook, you're using a particularly shiny, well, let's say trumpet, instead of a hook. That's that's what I'm going with. That's my movie, baby guys. That's it. It's a fish and trumpet. I. So do you want a draw. better example of movie babies, Andy? <laughs> better no, no, example? Andy, take I, my I, lead. I, I perhaps went a little bit more uh, literal uh, in movie babies. Um, just for the uh, sheer amount of uh, sentient animals, I think Flintstones is one of the, oh, one, yeah. one of the parents. Yeah. And Bedazzled, deal with the devil. I like Bedazzled. Terrible... <laughs> no, it's terrible in parts. Wait, the, I, the Peter Cook version or the, or the, the Brendan ar- Fraser? I've only seen the Brendan Fraser okay. version. Okay. It's you know what? It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Underrated. It is, yeah, it's fine. It's yeah, an it okay is, it film. Is. Now, in the next couple of weeks, as we go over Disney, I think I will repeat myself saying that Disney has a very solid formula, really born from this film, as in like the music and structure of the films that they go on. So I picked two Disney films that fathered this film. One released far before it, one will release far after it. Amazing that time travel is involved <laughs> in your in your procreation. Well, if anyone can do it, Disney can. <laughs> it's uh, Cinderella uh, had sex with Finding Nemo. Oh, yes. And had The Little Mermaid. Lovely. Mm. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> you, you have a supernatural no, lady person, transforms them. Is Cinderella the one with Maleficent or is that Sleeping no, Beauty? No, that's Sleeping Beauty. Okay. Who's the bad guy in Cinderella? The, the stepmother. That's right, the stepmother and the, yeah, the step-douches. Yep, okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, horrible fashion trends. Yes. And cultural pressure to fit into sizes smaller than your actual foot. Oh, poor mm-hmm. guys. What's next? <laughs> tweet nopsises. Tweet nopsises. Um, you know what? I got mine. I can do a tweet nopsis and, com- <laughs> and a complaint at the same time. Why are some of the animals smart and some of them dumb? What up, Disney? That's my tweet. Which ones are dumb? The dog doesn't talk, gets stuck in a boat and can't escape. Um, The shark can't speak. So Ariel's like, don't eat me, bro. My dad's literally Triton, king of the ocean. It's just like (laughs) this horrible death monster. There's inconsistency with animal intelligence. I think that's sharks are like the serial killers of the... (laughs) That's not nice. <laughs> also, if I got some extra characters, like I think I think Sebastian and Flounder were swimming around in freshwater in a scene. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Oh, good. I was like, you guys can't uh, do it that. Was either, it was either freshwater or like a saltwater lagoon. There was frogs and shit in there. Yeah. I thought that was a thing. Also flamingos. Yeah, a lot of... Yeah. You're just like... Yeah. Suddenly, there's and wild they're just flamingos. There. They're, just they're not in Africa. I'm like, <laughs> even not in a zoo. <laughs> I'm not even sure if maybe Flounder didn't go in, but but flot, flot, flotsam? flotsam and jetsam. jetsam. They definitely did. Yeah, maybe that's why they died, like long term, <laughs> suffocation. <laughs> you know, like you can have like after drowning after you've drowned almost. Yeah, yeah. it's not. 
real, Seb. It is an animation. But these inconsistencies <laughs> haunt me. Like the whole time I'm saying, like, because I, I remember the. No, I'll get into it later. What are your tweets? Tween officers, Andy? Oh, I think Flotsam and Jepsen definitely need to be Pacino twin faces. <laughs> yeah. 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 If Ursula is going to be the, the, the devil allegory, then we need to get Pacino involved in this vehicle. Oh, yeah, so absolutely. much Pacino. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you have a tweet? Or was that you? Oh, just, <laughs> sure. I, oh, I'm Flotsam sorry. Should definitely. Clearly, I don't understand how tweets work because I thought I just did one. <laughs> Zane? Disney princess got to get her prince. Hashtag sea witch. She just wants to eat everyone. It's so weird. It's such a weird motivation to not have articulated anyone. Like, would you turn to all this... We're into the review now, right? Yeah, yeah. What did she, what did Ursula turn the people the people into? What were they like? Little sand goblins? Well, no, she drained them for their magical essence or power oh. or life force. So or the, I always Ooh. interpreted as as that's the soulless husk of of our bodies. Yeah, yeah. because she sucked the soul and mm. yeah, and yeah, the, so the life force out of taken the soul. Okay, gross. It's weird. It's weird to have a garden of that in your house. Oh, her house <laughs> is the rotting carcass of a whale. Also uh, gross on that note. Yeah. So, like, it's not... It's intimidating. It puts people off yeah, when, you're, when like, you're trying to she's negotiate. She's kind of going for this, like, yeah. this is a really voodoo-y, creepy place to be. <laughs> so my experience with this series is kind of from a weird place. Um are either of you familiar with the Kingdom Hearts video game series? I know they exist. Yeah, Andy? No I've, 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 the name is familiar. That's, that, 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 that's the extent. Yeah, so Disney plays a bit of a part in this game series. Pretty much you travel from world to world. Every world is a different Disney movie but in a planet uh. form. And my experience with this is terrible. Um, in the first game... It's, it's an underwater level. So it turns a game that's like a normal action game into pretty much an, a plane game. Like you got to go with, like, I mean, you're always oh, in the ocean. No. But you now got to work, you know, with ups and downs and okay. it's swimming, it's terrible, it's a mess. So like Mario swimming through the electric speed. Yeah, okay. not great at all. And then the next game, after the backlash, people are like, oh, we really hate that level. They're like, that's cool. It's now a quick time event musical planet <laughs> where you must tap the buttons of the controller or along to the beat of Sebastian's music. And you go through pretty much every main song in this movie in slightly shortened video game versions. And that one runs through the, the main plot of this movie, though. And that was my main experience, which is why I was like, during the scene where they're about to kiss on the little boat in the in the freshwater area, I was like, I in my video game, that was in the ocean for one, but I'm well aware the eels mess up the first kiss. And I'm watching, I'm like, how is this going to happen here? Because they'd be dead because it's freshwater, right? And then it happened, and I was like, oh, cool, okay. So <laughs> I was just, I thought it would work out a little bit differently. So I kind of came in with watching this, but not really, and then was disappointed by that anyway, I guess. I don't think it's fair to hold your... It's a pretty good game. Your, <laughs> it's pretty good. You're literally game. just spent five minutes complaining about it. So Those levels aren't good. No one likes underwater levels. Even in like classic Zelda games, again, no one likes underwater again, levels. Again, Seb. You have not played another world. I think, I think this counts against the movie even less than how long a movie is. Oh, this movie was too long though. 
That's a joke. This movie was under an hour and a half. Yeah, this, this movie is like a couldn't be time. much shorter and still be classed as a feature <laughs> film. I think it has three minutes. You could maybe lose the credits. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, you didn't have to because this movie puts the credits at the front. Do you guys know? It's like it's one of those old movies, that, right? That's yeah, yeah. How movies used to be made, Seb. I know. I only. Just oh, was the week before, rewatched after not watching it for years, the original Murder on the Orient Express. Mm. It's like 10 minutes of credits to begin with. Yeah. But, well, you watch My Fair Lady hmm. that does that. But there's still credits at the end. God, they still Gone had an the overture yeah. at, the, at, at the start of the film. Any any uh, Bing Crosby, Bob Hope film that you mm. see, they, they all have an overture with the, with the credits uh, mm. um, laid over that. Yeah. It was is like, big, is so people don't walk out and not, watch, <laughs> not get all the names. <laughs> Well, it, uh, just quickly on credits, um, George Lucas was uh, uh, dismissed from the Directors Guild for refusing to put credits at the start of Star Wars. He wanted the film just to start. Mm, yeah. And he was he was excused. He wasn't welcome anymore. Oh. You are excused, sir. <laughs> and Sounds like he was let off. Crawling back. <laughs> and now everybody's adopted the idea. Yeah. That's just how movies work today. All right, so let's talk Triton and Ariel. Is he just like really clingy because it's his youngest daughter, or does he not like his other daughters? Does it really get doesn't really get played into? But no. he he really doesn't seem to care about the rest. He likes order. That's that's Triton's character. He wants order and discipline, and these are the rules. I'm reasonable. You should follow them just because I say so. Well, he is also, king of I the sea. <laughs> I, th- I think all the other girls followed the orders, so exactly. it wasn't a real issue. Yeah. And now. He's got this rebellious teenage daughter while all the others are kind of older and... Who he has to settled. visit while yeah. all the other girls come to his brunches. <laughs> <laughs> Did, okay, Sebastian. Yes. Do you, I feel like he was responsible for the bad stuff at the very beginning of the film. Like, it felt like he was really pushing Triton to, like, punish Ariel. I always thought he at was. the very beginning... Triton because he was, was embarrassed. What yeah. kind of stage manager do they have at the back who allows the show to, to begin without Ariel being in position? Oh, it's a very good question. But, uh, like, I, I think it's not so much a show as, like, a debutante oh, okay, celebration. Okay. So they all just assumed that she would, she would be there. show up, yeah. But she wasn't. But she's not going to teleport into that clam. We're speaking with that clam's alive. Right? Because they're maybe, all... Maybe not. Gr- maybe it's just Oh, Rachel. that's just as weird as Ursula living in the fucking whale guts. She's wearing clams on her boobs. <laughs> okay, the, the hierarchy <laughs> in the ocean is a weird place. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, but to be fair, like you wear shoes made out of cow skin. I, I do, yes. Yeah. Mm. yeah. But I, I don't have conversations with my cows. That's the difference. Like I, I don't think any of them com- conversated with a clam. <laughs> yeah, but, oh, with all the fish, oh, people wear people wear human human hair wigs, and Greece. and humans are conscious. At least some of them are. Well, those are donated, right? <laughs> <laughs> like the yeah. assumption is the hair was donated. Maybe sometimes the clam they're sold. Donated. <laughs> That's weird. So to science, he's Triton. He's pretty much just Neptune or Poseidon, right? He's just a stand-in Triton role. Triton is. Poseidon's son. Oh, yeah. Is that actually like is that name actually yeah. like in religious yeah. Greek mythology? Yeah. Right, is Neptune or, or ne- Poseidon? Neptune, Neptune is Roman. Is Roman. Yeah. Poseidon is Greek. Yeah. And both of them had a son called Triton. The oh, easy way yeah. to remember that is that the Poseidon adventure is about a ship 
that sinks and Greek ships sink all the time. <laughs> I was going to say... That's the easy <laughs> No, I was going to say Neptune is Roman because Mars is the god of war, so yeah. they keep the planets together. Yeah. You can make it difficult if you want. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I am happy with the Greek... The bad Greeks, but that's good. <laughs> Always enjoy spitting on a rival nation. <laughs> yeah, good. So the mythology is that Poseidon had Triton and Ursula... And Wait, is she an actual mythological figure? <coughs> no. But no, he no, no. is. In Disney. But he is an, a mythological figure yeah, in yeah, yeah. He's, actual mythology. Well, he's, yeah. he's a son of Poseidon in charge of something. In charge of daughters. He's, he's, well, no, he's part of like the domain of the sea. So he's either in charge of like clamps or <laughs> weather. I don't know. You can have the Cape of Good Hope, Triton. Yeah. <laughs> And Ursula, obviously, yeah, so it's made up for this film. Yes, yeah, in Disney mythology. So you really like her. What, what, what about her grabs you? Is I it the tentacles? Because she's so grotesque. I think, uh-huh. yeah, like this This is really the only villain up till this point that Disney really lent on that grossness, but like super confident and competent, but really gross. Like she... What's her, what's her motivation? I want throughout, to be a giant the... sea monster. No, is, is everything she does uh, a, a small step towards gaining Triton's powers and ultimate power I, over I the sea? I think it's about embarrassing Triton. Okay. Honestly, I think it's more personal than just getting the power. I think it's, that, that's just part of what comes with embarrassing Triton. Just, to, just as a little link, is it ever explained why Triton has such an irrational hatred of humans? No. I kind of thought towards the end of the movie, maybe he uh, he thinks that humans are responsible for all the missing mer people mm. that are in Ursula's garden maybe. because because yeah. they they just go missing. Yeah, they, they they're never heard from again. No, because he only ever refers to them as uh, as barbarians. Yeah, so don't really know why okay. they're less civilized than the mer folk, the fish eaters, and yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, yes, yeah, I guess. Okay, so my wife and I were watching this together and. When Triton was over, quote overreacting to Ariel, we're both like, oh, "Well, to be fair, like they don't know it now, but I don't know what year it is. But let's say in a good thirty to fifty years, oh, there could be nuclear bombs up there. Like I don't know what I don't know how uh, when this movie was set, but like people are going to do some nasty shit. <laughs> you might be right, you know. Well, yeah, like, like I would stay under the people water. Do put nets out and, <laughs> and kill fish and eat them. Like they are aware of that." But, but I mean, like, but, has this whole song about it. But so do the mer people. They eat. Yeah, yeah they're they clams. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> when he's yelling at her, like, and she's like, "Oh, you just don't understand me." I'm like, "Oh, I think he, he might be right." And Jess is like, "When I was watching this as a little girl, I always thought, wow, Triton is such a mean father." But now that she's watching it, she's made the comments like, "I actually agree with everything he's saying," and I think Ariel needs to just get her shit together and actually listen to her elders. She's very selfish. Ariel? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Everything is about her and what 16 she... 16-year-olds. Uh, yeah. Like yeah. That's, yeah. That, that's, what, that's what Disney's made their money on. Like <laughs> rebellious teenagers <laughs> not doing what their parents want them to. I didn't know that the ending of this film would be what it was. I didn't expect him to turn her back. I wasn't sure what kind of lesson they were going for. It turns out it's compromise, compromise, compromise. Because I thought it was going to be be okay with who you are or... Love someone for who they are. Don't change. It was like the opposite lesson that Shrek taught. Yeah, at the very end of that one, which I actually think is a better lesson than this one. Well, it was. It's more the story. The 
the morals more like um, don't be restricted by what other people say. Mm. It's like if you want to be a human, fight to be a human. And then you get that same thing coming back in the sequels, which are very much subpar. But Ariel's daughter with Eric wants to become a mermaid and so she goes back <sighs> and becomes a mermaid. I was going to go, lesson is if you love her, let her go. Am I right, Triton? That's because he <laughs> yeah, wants his that's daughter. His. That's, that's well, he his. does. Well, their he parents does. can't yeah. control their children forever. <laughs> yeah. So. I just thought it would be better. If, I, I know it couldn't work physically, but if Eric just like accepted Ariel as a mermaid and they just, it's a Disney movie. We don't need to know the logistics of how this goes on, but if they just like stayed together and like but that. But also way, you- Ariel had no want to be a mermaid. She wanted to be a human. Yeah. Like she wanted to be part of that world, not necessarily just with Eric. She didn't become human just to be yeah. with Eric. She wanted to be part of that world. So I think that's more what the movie was going for. But speaking of part of your world, what was that, What were your favourite songs? Uh, Kiss the Girl, I think. It's a yeah. great song. Yeah. That's Jess's yeah. favourite as well. Yeah. She's like, because the only song I had known prior to this film was Under the Sea. Like, none. And she's like, you must know Kiss the Girl. Like, I don't know what the fuck you're <laughs> talking you about. I was like, oh, it I, played at our wedding, Sebastian. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, I couldn't tell you the name of any of the songs except for Under the Sea. And I'm pretty sure, is that even the name of the song? Yeah. yeah. It's called yeah. Under the Sea. Well, I'll go with that one. It's... I, I can't, no, that's the only one that rings a bell with me. I do oh, remember the Kiss fine. the Girl one because yeah. I remember that big scene. Like yeah. it was pretty good. Mine's. Good that's Seagull. My God, I couldn't stop laughing in that scene. Genuine laughs for me. Genuine. Romeo and Juliet. My favorite is, of course, Poor Unfortunate Souls. But it's broken up with the speech in the middle. It it's is. not a complete song. It's not a complete song. Yeah. But I and like it, and, it because, and, and of it's the, short. because of the animation. Ah. Like it was – the effects in there, like it actually looking at it now because I was watched it to kind of look at it critically and it was like this is stuff that I've never really paid attention to before. But the, It's good. And the, the movement of her tentacles yeah. was just amazing to it's watch. Really detailed, um, yeah. and. Each cell was hand painted, like it's just the actual. I think it was ended up being like seventeen million cells wow. for this movie. It was just, and that's why she only has six tentacles because <laughs> they couldn't afford to do eight because it was just so much. She's got two hands. There. It's fine. Yeah, that's. Yeah. There's heated internet debate about whether she is a squid, a squid or yes. an octopus. <laughs> she's an octopus. <laughs> she doesn't no. have the two uh, leading. No, she's leading a squid tentacles. because of the ink. And octopus is doing ink because you have octopus ink pasta. Not famously though. Yeah, the, 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 the squid the ink, ink pasta. Is, I mean, if you were to buy <laughs> maritime <laughs> ink, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you'd be looking for squid ink. You also, wouldn't be, you wouldn't be walking got, into a shop going, "Hey, you got some of that octopus she's ink." She's got like uh, thick, like tentacles, whereas squids have like thin tentacles. Like she's. Have you seen giant squids? Yeah, but even they're like she they're does slender have, in shape. For, for her body size, she does have quite slender tentacles. Not the base. I'm in Camp Squid. I'm in Camp Octopus just because I prefer octopus. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in Camp Octopus because she's an octopus and there are no camps. No one goes to camp. <laughs> but Kiss the Girl is probably my favourite. I think so. Is, is, is a great song. I do remember yeah. it being a good song. I just I can barely remember it's, it. They're all it's very memorable song. songs. It's just fun. Even even uh, the, the the chef song Le Poisson, yeah. it's memorable. It shouldn't be because it's just a throwaway yeah. song, and yet you Le you. Poisson. Le Poisson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
good. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, well, let's, oh. let's talk about what we don't like. What I didn't like is the, like, over-the-top stereotypes of every single character. They're nothing but stereotypes. Yeah, That's yeah. all the characters are. Like the fair. overbearing father, the rebellious teenager, the French chef, yeah, yeah. the 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 uptight manservant. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, you guys say it's bad though. I appreciate it because honestly, with a was it an hour twenty two or something like that, there is no time for this stuff. The only time I felt like a character was underdeveloped was Ursula because I still don't know why she did what she wanted to. Everyone else. I, I I can understand them. It's fine because they were so blandly written. Yeah, yeah. Like that's uh, economy is for me. It's great, but Ursula, I thought she was too lacking for me. I all, don't know why. They're all very discreet characters. Like they they're, they're strongly written. Yep. You you identify them immediately, and as we're being introduced in the opening of the film, you 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 pick it yeah. straight away with a few lines of dialogue with it with their actions. Aha! This is this is that the person. Meek sidekick. You recognize them immediately. Well, that, I thought Flounder was a waste. Yeah. Doing this again, I would cut him. He's a cow. Like, he, we get given the idea that he is a lackey or a coward alongside Ariel at the very beginning. Then he kind of just, he kind of fades out as Sebastian because comes to he's prominence. He's a fish and she's a <laughs> like, I mean, like, as Sebastian comes to prominence. Yeah. yeah. The, if this was done today and had a bit longer time, he would have a subplot or something yeah. to do. But he, at the moment, uh-huh. he had nothing to do when this film gets to its climax either. Like, Ooh, he's would, in the water. Would you make him, like, a jealous boyfriend? Like, he always thought he would end up with Ariel somehow in a misguided... Uh, I would probably I have, would have him, him work out. Flotsam and Jetsam. Uh-huh, okay. I would have him working out that what that um, Ursula has gone upstairs. Or would yeah. he do his own deal to become a human with <laughs> Ursula? In order to win over win over Ariel, I just yeah. have to think his head would be the fish head, <laughs> human body, um, something. They would have given him. He can always have fish lips. <laughs> oh, oh. So the reason I picked on the the stereotype is just because I think this being the first of the new Disney <laughs> Renaissance and the Disney formula, they didn't quite have the finesse that they show in every other subsequent. Uh-huh film where the characters are a little more real okay they're not so just kind of like this is my character archetype in this yeah. plot and i'm going to follow this all the way through to the it works though it, for the it, limo- absolutely it, works it does well. work like it's it's, it, it's watching it critically this time though is this kind of like uh okay <laughs> uh, this this isn't what i remember from disney because i kind of look back right. knowing what i've seen in other disney films I cannot get over the fact that Triton is cheated at the end of the film when he re-signs the contract <laughs> with his name over Ariel's. He should get three days to try and win over Eric yeah. and try and kiss him and get the, the, kiss. the kiss of true love. Unless he, he, he is robbed of that opportunity. <laughs> Unless that contract was dated. It, so he only had those three days that had already passed. I, did, I, did, I didn't see a date clause there. It was just simply a signature. Dates, dates are not mentioned. <laughs> to be fair, a lot of that contract is gibberish. <laughs> I went on the internet and ah. checked to see what it said. Most of it is just Just squiggles. Yeah. Yeah. And to be fair, a lot of it did name Ariel rather than Triton, so they would have had to do a lot of crossing and, you know, magic. Magic. <laughs> Which his trident is full of. Yes. When he was trying to break the contract. Yeah. And he, and he couldn't because it was magic. No, because it was legal and yeah. binding. Yeah. She entered into it voluntarily. That's, that's a really nice idea. Yeah. But like, okay, how do they how do they solve this movie in the very end? They kill Ursula and free all the souls, yeah? 
Yeah. And he's like, magic trident, magic trident. Just But maybe kill he her. couldn't kill her because they've also made an agreement and it's his power that is stopping her from being killed. Well, don't don't all the souls come alive when the sh- when her shell breaks? Yes. I mean, it it cracks. Oh, no, no. The, it cracks the, originally on on the boat. The 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 shell breaks and gets back her voice. Ariel gets back her voice. Eric is no longer in Soul Sword. It's when she dies that everyone comes back to life. So I'm saying when when all the when all the, the, the fragments of her body and yes, such are make yeah. it make it back to the floor. Yeah. Uh, so and floor. because it wasn't a mermaid that killed her, it was Eric. So maybe mermaids couldn't kill her because this was the agreement that they made. But does he really kill? I mean, he just kind of rams the boat into her. He he doesn't actually stab her. But it's because of his actions, I guess. Half her actions. It was a whirlpool. It was eventually going to make it towards her when she's not. When you make yourself that big, (laughs) spin everything around you. There was apparently an entirely different ending where she didn't get giant. It was just kind of her more fighting with the. With the trident and more uh-huh. actiony, but it didn't play as well with kids. I so. can't see it any other way. No, no. I mean, overall, uh, the the Ursula storyline wasn't ever going to be. She'd already won, so there wasn't really any humiliation or anything that happened. It just had to be a death. What What did she actually win? Well, was it was it ultimate power over the sea, or was it con- power over the Mer people? I, I, I honestly think it. I. The reason I like Ursula is because her motivations are personal. I think she just wanted to humiliate Triton. And that's it. And Well, and then getting his Triton was a side effect. So, and she was going You're to a jerk and now I'm king of the ocean. Yeah. 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 Queen, I guess. I mean, would she, would, I mean, playing out in her, in her scenario, would, would, would she just let the Empire collapse like Scar does and then just sort of lord it over? Trident's well, husk in her garden, and oh, look at you! You're in all... the cut songs, it was she was very debaucherous. So she she wanted to just kind of have life be a giant party, and whatever she wanted to do, she could do. Okay, she had no control over, no one could control whatever she. Do does. you think she would have moved into the palace, or yeah, would she just definitely. bring some nice furniture into a whale carcass home? Uh, I don't know. The whale carcass does seem to suit her, but everyone wants the palace. I assume. With the penis. That's where he goes, the pe- <laughs> with the penis type. Yep. Which Disney maintains was just an unfortunate accident. It's coral. Everyone leave us alone. It's probably coral. No, it was, they, they were pressed for time so they didn't get to veto the penises. <laughs> oh, let's, get- let's get it out. Nobody will notice it. <laughs> yeah, do you want to? Final verdicts? Yeah. It's a yes from me. Like it's a classic movie. It's not, it's not as polished as Disney has become, but I, I think it's v- the music itself is sell, sells it. I don't, I don't think you can go past. I think, I think for the music alone, you could watch this again and again and again, and it would yeah. never get boring. I, I'm leaning towards yes. I'm really it's tough for me. This isn't my kind of film. I do like some Disney films, but this one I had no attachment to it. So for me, this is. It is what it exactly is right now. Watching it as a twenty-six-year-old male, like that's what it is. That doesn't like musical theater. <laughs> I do like some musicals though. Like it's, I do like some. I just some of me. I like oh, the producers. Sip. <laughs> not the movie. He does like the producers though. Uh, not the movie. I like the. I've been. Like, oh, Mama, sip. No, no, no. Sorry, no, no. <laughs> I'm talking about Mamma Mia. I, I like. I've been. I've seen Mamma Mia on stage, but I don't like the movie. 
but I'd like the producer's movie. Uh, wait, <laughs> which, which movie? <laughs> Both. I haven't seen the Mel one for a long time. Okay. But yeah, the Nathan Lane one. Eh, it's, like okay. It. it's, it's okay. It's okay. The songs weren't good in it. That's a different show. Yep. Different show. <laughs> yeah. um, but I, when trying to think, would I put this movie on for a child? Like ah. for the right age demographic? I probably would. It's pretty damn harmless. Yeah. But I also wish it would teach more of an an outward lesson like for me it was well you don't want to encourage your teenage children to go out and do whatever the hell they want and rebel against you <laughs> no if that's the lesson i want it to be more in your face like i don't think this movie plays well to kids in that oh, regard i think it was pretty in your face it's kind of like ariel knew what she wanted and mm. got it maybe i'm just doing the comparison between an old movie and a new movie like i feel like movies today would beat a, po- a point home just a little bit harder take more yeah. time with it more characterization going into it whereas this film it's a quick movie. Yeah. So I would I even put it on for a kid. Is something going to buy me an hour 22 away from them? That's not really that much time. Kids' movies are not much longer, ever much longer than that. Oh. Yeah. No, it's fine. How many Wiggles episodes do you want to put on back to back? Oh, that's a good point too. Yeah. <laughs> I, never, I never watched <laughs> the Wiggles. This is good music. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll say, I'll say yes. It's like it's harmless. Like the things I didn't like about it were very minimal. It's just, it's not my cup of tea, but it's a perfectly fine movie. So yeah, sure, it's fine. Right, yeah, it's good. Good. Yeah. Like it wasn't because it wasn't bad. I just I didn't <laughs> love it. That's why I was like, oh, it's fine. It's not always about you, Seb. But this this exact question is about me. <laughs> I'm gonna do a prequel. Yep. What do you? So oh, I know what you're doing for our guest. What? I assume you're doing an Ursula centric story. Well, or a Triton centric story, or Poseidon centric story. Well, who knows? Oh, Ursula and Triton in school as kids. Oh. <laughs> in school. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So. He's going to do a prequel. We have to give him an element each that he must incorporate into his story. It can be as serious or not serious well, as Andy you just like. Said it has to be in school. So, <laughs> okay, so so you're you're going with an uh, Ursula and Trident in Fish yeah. High School? Yeah, I guess so. I'm not going to go to high school. I'm going to go primary school. Oh, their teacher is the ghost of the Flying Dutchman. Okay. <laughs> What from SpongeBob? Wait, so their teacher is a human ghost? <laughs> yep. Is that oh, is that where Triton develops his okay, irrational yeah, that's where the hatred of Triton humans? Gets his hatred of humans, uh, because of all the humans always things. kill you, <laughs> so, just like me and how I'll kill you. Both of you have seen Finding Nemo, yeah? yeah. Yes. So you know the 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 school where they all kind of get together and the manta ray takes them around and teaches them things. Yes. That's the kind of school there's going to oh, be. Brilliant. Oh, be yeah. Yeah. I was hoping for like college years, like a school like on campus. No. No, no, no. <laughs> like you go outside and instead of a water fountain, there's a fountain that shoots up earth, like, <laughs> <laughs> like gravel into the sky. And it's going to be... And Ursula doesn't get a prom date. Of course she doesn't. That's why, that's why she's terrifying she... hideous. <laughs> Although in high school I would have her be really skinny. I would have that she gained all She's the weight. She's bulimic, of course. Yeah, she, she, she gained all the weight after, like, I don't know, some Carrie-esque event for her. They poured ram's blood on her. I'm making the movie. No ram's blood. It's under the sea. Gosh darn it. Whale's blood? Uh, no, so it's, it's actually, it's not going to be, it's going to foreshadow the uh, split between the two. But I think it, I'm going to, in, in that kind of, uh, manta ray school situation is going to be like a a school a feud where uh-huh. it's boys versus girls uh-huh. and Ursula is in charge of the girls and Triton's in charge Naturally. of the boys and so obviously they they make 
they make up all these rules that they have to abide by. And so you kind of set the precedent of the legal contract where okay. they kind of have to, and then they can't break it. They find out that that is a limit on them, what they can do to each other. And does Ursula kind of nitpick and find little holes and yeah, ways that absolutely. she can sneak so in? She, she's sneaky and then she starts figuring out that if she makes these deals with other people, she can get around that oh. initial contract and then uh, it ends up she loses all her friends because she's used them and it's just kind of like, brilliant. Yeah. And then she goes on to you, – you see them graduate into high school where she is the kind of party girl uh, uh, debauchery. Uh, where she drinks to cope. Yes. Yeah. Can I add a sinister element? Sure. She had eight tentacles. Oh. In, a, in, an, in a fit, she severs two and turns them into her eels. Oh. Okay, yeah. That's nice. I do like Flotsam and Jetsam. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a secret origin story. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's involved. They, they get a really great song in the musical. So. Wait, they speak? Yeah, they speak what? in this. Do they, do they speak they in speak this movie? Did I blink when it happened? What happened? Yes, <laughs> they speak. Poor sweet child. I don't remember that at all. I must, have, I must have coughed or something during that tiny scene. I think somebody hit the reverb button when they were recording <laughs> them, though. It's a, it's a very nice effect. Yeah, vocoder, yeah. I believe uh-huh. it was. Yeah. Uh-huh. Something like this, something warbly. Mm. All right, well, thanks for joining us, Andy. It's been a pleasure. Thank you, gentlemen. And, uh, well, I guess we'll see you next week as well for... Mulan. I can't wait. Alex is pretty sure his safari will go a couple of days longer. So, okay. So, I don't honest, think that's the story that we came up <laughs> honest with. Honest talking. Start. Honest talking. Alex, have you guys seen the movie Operation Dumbo Drop? Are you comparing Alex to Dumbo? No, that's what Alex is doing. Oh, okay. That's and the he, truth. When he got attacked by birds. That was a, that was a lie. Oh, all right. Thanks. That was a clever lie to distract you all. Wait, this time it was pirates, wasn't it? Yep. I heard, also a clever lie. <laughs> I heard his toe was bitten off by a turtle. Very I've angry seen turtle. Some internet videos of snapping turtles oh, in the yeah. last. They will latch on. Days. They will that cut through. Is a scary thing. That's exactly right. It's like it's demolishing a watermelon. Pro tip: keep your penis away from a snapping God. turtle. I'm never talking about this. Feet, <laughs> hands, limbs. The pro tip. Tongues, if you're particularly adventurous. Oh, yeah. good God! <laughs> Everything I honestly is don't think it would get your. T- it would get your entire. F- no, not look, that big. Uh, go Are look they? up some very entertaining. Yeah, the giant snapping turtles. When <laughs> you say giant, its mouth opens like oh, wider than my off. hand, and then just snaps on a watermelon, just crushing okay. it. Just, I, I've seen a pineapple. It's just, just, just uh, effective. Yeah. Guys, that's fucked up. Nature is weird. Yeah, go look up the videos. It's great. <laughs> and then look up goblin sharks while you're doing it. They have fun mouths. They have well, mouths we'll that come out next, of their mouths. See you next week, Andy. And if you want to hear more of, well, us three talking, listen out for A New World Order, which will be released tomorrow. Can I do a pitch of New World Order right now? Sure. It's a fun comedy politics podcast that really isn't about politics. Well, we, we call it a speculative politics yeah. because it's, it's all pretend, but we talk kind of use real world precedents. Yeah, so this isn't like a, yeah. we have an opinion that we're going to ram down your throat sort of thing. Yeah. But it, it's... One of the issues we had to answer was whether or not I, my, my nation got to eat its national animal, the peacock. <laughs>
Yeah. And I said yes. So we, we get these questions sent through. We run them. We go through like a little simulator and we can see which nations are doing better or worse depending on the choices being made. So it's, I mean, like, fuck Trump, obviously, but that's not the point of the podcast. Oh, well, I just, I was beating around the bush. I don't want to, but it's <laughs> volunteering. There's a snapping turtle for everyone. <laughs> Is that a thing? <sighs> it's fake countries run by guys with real beards. Yeah, that's true. We all have beards. And we yell on the internet. Alex has a beard. Or maybe he doesn't anymore. I don't know what happens in NASA. Oh, gosh. I think they shave you in hospital. That could be it. <laughs> okay, thank you for listening, everyone. So if you want to get yeah. in contact with us, there are a number of ways to do it. You can go to our website, which is secondtakepodcast.com. Or you can email us because we have one of those things. We are secondtakepodcast at gmail.com. And always we've got Facebook, you know, Facebook slash second take. Is that right? Sure. Yeah, yeah sure. That yeah. one. Or second take podcast. You, you find it. Yeah. And Twitter at second take TNC. Or we we have an Instagram, funnily enough. Sometimes we post video. No, well, actually, we have no videos. No videos of pictures, <laughs> though. That are funny. There, there was a quite a smart tweed jacket on there the other day. Oh yes, yeah. Uh, I got bored. Um, <laughs> really. Also, um, if you guys want to support the show, we also have a link to our Patreon. It's patreon.com forward slash second take. Um, this is a, a, a big variety of ways that you guys can give to us. It starts as little as one dollar per month, which is twelve bucks a year. It's pretty pretty low and pretty simple. But we've also got sort of a group goal going at the moment there. So once we hit our first target, which is collectively uh, $50 a month, we're going to release uh, all of our reviews of the Monty Python film series. Ah, and then yes. the idea is ongoing from there for every little milestone we hit, we're going to do extra series for everyone. So sort of a... So please go on and sponsor us so that we can review the Monty Pythons because I can't watch them until then. It's true. We're not it's, allowed to watch any yeah. movies unless we're reviewing them. <laughs> And yeah, if you want to have a listen to any of the other podcasts that any of us are on, um, go to that's not kind of productions.com, which is the mothership for all of the other po- all of our other podcasts. Yeah. yeah. In one of them, I'm a wizard. It's pretty good. Yeah. And I get to torture that wizard. It's even better. <sighs> and maybe just one day there'll be solo podcasts that we do. That solo you can find podcasts? There. Yeah. Where we just talk. At ourselves. Yeah. Yep. The Good. best kind of Fun. podcast. No interruptions. Right? Oh, you'd be surprised. <laughs> none of, none of this over talking of each other. <laughs> <laughs> I do like to think fans will literally pause just to be like, that's that's not true. <laughs> that's not how that works. <laughs> just because it's you in the room by yourself, Sam, doesn't mean you're incorrect. Anyway, it's fine. Good. Good. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, thanks very much for listening. And go do all the things on social media. Hooray. 